going to number 50. That's right, the big 5-0. Random shots is now 5-0. Not in years, but in shows. 50 shows for all you listeners that has listened to all 50, which may just be us. I don't know. I don't know how loyal you listener are, but we are number 50. This is going to be special. This is going to be amazing. Again, four lifelong friends who have gone together 50 times just to talk to you. Aren't you special? Well, here I am. I am Rowdy Knight. And you can always reach me on Twitter at Rowdy Knight. And everywhere else at Rowdy Knight. Because I really like my name. And this is DJ Indy. That's right. DJ Indy, I'm here to spin some gold records and some gold albums for all y'alls, guys. And to celebrate our ep number 50. And I'm excited about it. And that's Daring Drag with two of those people over on the X-verse. That's right. He's my DJ. <laughs> I'm going to stretch it. And I am Tony. Apparently Dave is the rapper, and <laughs> you can find me at xantba44, that's A-N-T-B-A-4-4. And I am not a DJ, nor am I a rapper, I am considered the producer, but welcome to our 50th episode, I am Max Magus, you can find me on Twitter, at Max Magus, you can find the podcast at Our Shots Podcast. And any and all complaints go to at Daring Dragoon with two O's. Andy, what's that website that they can go to to listen to us? Head on over to random-shots.net. Hit the subscribe button so you can listen to each and every episode in your favorite podcatcher app. As well as, um, or just search your favorite podcatcher app for us. But, uh, that's a good landing spot. You can co- click the contact button and, uh, and get a hold of us. That way as well, through the Twitters or the socials. Very good, very good. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, uh, like we've been mentioning, it is a special edition. Uh, Tonight we'll be reaching up to the top shelf, pulling down our top three favorite songs on Golden Albums, because it's our golden anniversary uh, episode, um, from the year we were born. So songs from Gold Albums from the year we were born. When were you born, man? <laughs> I don't think we have to admit to that just yet. You know, here's the thing, though. This is a milestone episode. And so I think we're going to have a little fun tonight, do something new that we've never done before. We'll only do this on the milestone episodes because this is, being a milestone episode, it's random shots, bigger, longer. All right, let's not finish that. That could get us in trouble with Trey and Matt. Love you guys, by the way. This is going to be something called Pop Culture Debate. I am going to present a situation that happened in pop culture. And then I'm going to ask a question, and we're going to go around the room. Everyone's going to answer the question and justify their answer. And just so you know, the three of us, Dave, Indy, and myself, we have never heard this question before. Correct. I think as soon as I mention it, you're all going to get a big old grin on your face. Now, I think all four of us, well, I know three of us for sure, watched the series Friends, right? Yay. And one of the most iconic things from Friends, of course, was pivot. No, I'm just kidding. Not the pivot scene. One of the most iconic things from Friends was we were on a break. So, from... Ross's perspective, they were broken up. From Rachel's perspective, they were still together, just on a break. So, guys, was he cheating or was he justified? Rowdy, you're up first. I'm up first. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought I was really comfortable with this question, and then I remembered I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> and I really thought I was going to get through number 50 without having to apologize to her tonight. But, um, yeah, they, they were on a break, man. <laughs> she made it very clear that they were on a break, that they were, it was a break. So is that saying he was justified or he was cheating? I say point for Ross. 
Point for Ross. All right, Andy, what you got? All right. Well, let me think. You know what? You know what? It was unclear. Even though I haven't watched those episodes since the 90s, and I don't quite remember the details, it was really unclear if they really were on a break or not. They might have just, you know, just decided to go, um, go to each other's um, separate apartments for a night, and they weren't actually on a break. So I gotta go, Rachel, I gotta go. They were not. It was unclear they were on a break. So, so Ross should have stayed true, and that's my and that's the fact, Jack. Alright. What you got, Tony? Okay. I have a lot to say about this, so I'll try to make it brief. They were on a break. They were broken up. Yes, he probably should have He should have probably kept it in his pants. Yeah, probably should have waited. Uh the a line on the show, he, uh I Ross says, I thought our relationship was dead. And Rachel says, well, you sure had a great time at the wake or something to that effect. Um, But they were on a break and no one seems to um, bring up in this debate that when he calls from the from the club to try to make up with her, Mark is at the apartment he is at the apartment, and then she tries to lie about it. So, not only was he justified, they were on a break. He had the per- She had the person that Ross was jealous of in the apartment the night that they went on the break. She basically forced him to do it. Well, let's not go crazy. He he has his own own free will, but but he's but he's like okay, she's doing this, right? Well, I'll do this too. Yes, and no one ever talks about that. That Mark was in the the apartment that same night, and he was calling to try to make up with her. And who is this character that Ross improperly did this cheating with? Since it was unclear they were on the break. According to my recollection, uh, the copy girl. I, yeah, I don't remember yeah, her name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. making copy. I think that's what they called her. Was the copy girl making it? She called him the dinosaur guy. Yeah. And so, now he said, "I'll give Ross my answer and my just. I'll give my answer and my justification real quick. I don't. Th- I don't think it was cheating. I understand why she thinks it was. I'm not trying to gaslight her opinion, but Ross truly believed the relationship was over when she told him that." what she said before he left. He did call and hear Mark there and her deny it. I don't think it was cheating. I think that he really believed it was over. In his mind, he was just trying to feel better. And not only that, that the three of us agree, but uh, Dr. House, uh, when he was guest host, uh, guest starred on the show, he also said that they were on a break, so... And House is, House is actually always right. I watch that show. Every time he says something, it's correct. Gentlemen, thank you for playing in my pop culture debate. Yeah, that was fun. I didn't have much ammo since I haven't watched that show since the 90s and early 2000s. I watched it when it aired and never again. But I do enjoy it. A lot of fun. I like it. I will uh, find us another topic for episode 100. But it will still be a pop culture debate and a milestone. So... Should we go to 75 first? Yeah, I'm going 75. I mean, 100 is a long time. Let's do it every 25. All right, we'll do it again at 75. I'm good with that. All right, well, that leads us into our new segment, Rapid Real Shots. Rapid Real Shots? Not so new. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. I said news, not new. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said new. Oh, so I'm like, well, oh, that's kind of stretching it. Then. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Our news segment. Oh, yeah. How, however, I want to say good timing on the jingle. Thank you very much, Jingleator. That that was spot on. Not bad. 50, 50 show. You finally got it right. <laughs> Hell hey. Yeah. hey, I've gotten it right uh, like at least two other times. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jerry, remind us. Uh, who's turning that? Who's turning rap real shot? What did the rapid 
random dice of randomness slide on. Tonight's rapid random dice of randomness said that Indy will be going first for rapid real shots. That's right. All right. For for my rapid real shot, I decided to do some tech news. And uh, recently there was the CES tech conference, and I thought I'd point out some really cool inventions that are coming uh, based on what was in that convention. The first one is, this will be really helpful, it's called the Wii Head, and pretty much it's a, a, a mechanical disembodied head that has that moves around and it has a, um, a projection of your coworker on it. So, you know, you, if you're working remote, you can have this coworker hovering around talking to you, you know, it'll be it'll be so great. <laughs> I don't see that going badly at all. <laughs> <laughs> so you can have a chat like they're actually in the room. This disembodied head with your coworker's face on it. Yeah, <laughs> right. perfect. That that's a and that's not the only invention. There's also <laughs> there's also Flappy the AI cat door. And here's what Flappy does, which will be really helpful. Flappy, so the cat, the cat has a um, a mouse or some sort of creature in its mouth. Flappy, Flappy will shut the door and not let the cat in until until Kitty drops the uh, drops in. So swallows it, most, or swallows it. <laughs> so uh, no more pesky critters in your house with Flappy the AI cat door. Do they come back up? <laughs> right. <laughs> It might cough up in a hairball. You're right. I don't think AI can can, can scan the uh, the critters' um, insides for that. And here's another one called Cold Snap. Now, it's like a Keurig, but you get you get um, soft serve ice cream. So you can put a little cartridge in there with a, your flavor. You push the button. You put it in. Push the button. Out comes your soft serve and the flavor you chose. So I could get on board with that. One. All right. So do they have any way? Is it like sugar-free ice cream? Because that would be awesome. I'm sure one of the flavors could could be that. But uh, here's a picture of it. But I don't see. I can't read if any of these say sugar-free. Yeah. I see coffee flavor, yes. vanilla, Ooh. Um, chocolate, of course. So you know. I'm sure that one of those could be a sugar free. Sure. Yeah. So you had me at coffee flavor. Mm-hmm. All right. Dig it. So look out for those at your at your latest at your favorite retail tech retailer. All right. Or in your HR office. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That comes me uh, tonight. We are going to conclude our. Uh, my rapid real shot from, my, I believe, last time, uh, might have been a couple episodes ago, about the XFL and the USFL merging. Yeah. We have uh, oh, some details. We don't have the rules of gameplay yet, but we have what teams are going to be in, the new name of the of the league, um, the merch uh, will be, um, the, te- the league will be called the US- UFL. Uh, there'll be four teams from the... Um, USFL, four teams from the XFL, and uh, those teams are Houston, Michigan, Houston, um, they're actually going with the uh, Roughnecks from the XFL, but the all the Houston um, um, USFL staff, if you will. Okay. Uh, Michigan Panthers, Memphis Showboats, and the Birmingham Stallions for the uh, USFL division. For the XFL division, it's the San Antonio Brahmas, horns forward, uh, St. Louis Battlehawks, Arlington Kozlov, uh, uh, Arlington uh, Arlington football team, Renegades, Renegades, and then the DC Defenders. So those eight teams made the cut. Um, mostly because they all have stadium deals and, um, some teams, um, didn't make the cut and we'll be okay. 
We're horns, but we're down. You, you, you're good enough. You're strong enough. Darn it, people like you. Yeah. So uh, the merger happened, and that's where we stand. So will they be doing home team versus away team kind of thing now, or? Yeah, the the okay. XFL um, did that already. Oh, yeah, uh, the okay. USFL was the one that had the just uh, the uh, home stadiums. The, the um, that uh, the second year they had four, so two teams at each stadium. Um, so, but uh, so it got a little bit better in the second year. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the XFL always had uh, each city uh, had their yeah. own uh, uh, stadium and so. Yeah, home and away. Great. So now they all have it. Great. Yep. Did you see what the conferences are called? Um, considering I said in the USFL division and in the XFL division, I think I did. I, I, I missed that while I was looking for something else. I just spotted it. You're fine. You're fine. I didn't hear this. <laughs> so, yeah. So the USFL division versus the XFL division. First game. March 30th, I believe, um, versus the XFL champions, Arlington Renegades, versus the uh, USFL champions, the uh, uh, Birmingham Stallions. Jared, what's your uh, rapid road shot? I, I, I was just going to say, I'm definitely intrigued to see where this goes. So, all right. Before I tell you, talk about my rapid road shot, I want to say a couple things. First off, it starts off sounding like I'm talking about Star Trek, but my rapid real shot is about a streaming service. Number two, what's your favorite streaming service? I, I tend to watch, I think, Max more than anything. Maybe Disney. Yeah. Disney or Peacock, probably for me. Pluto TV. That's that's my streamer. Pluto right. TV. Because okay. it has a Godzilla channel. So my favorite <laughs> It has a high yacht been... channel, nothing but martial arts. So I like. All right. All right, go for it. <laughs> So my favorite has been uh, Paramount Plus for a long time. Um, Giant Freaking Robot just put an article out yesterday. Star Trek may be losing its Paramount home. It looks like Skydance Media is has made an offer to purchase Paramount Global, which would bring the streaming app to Skydance Media. Um, it looks like the Star Trek franchise would end up on a different streaming service. Because there is no guarantee that that, that Skydance will keep the streaming service going, because uh, apparently Paramount Plus is very very in debt. I cannot find the number on that, um, but that is part of the reason Skydance has made the offer to purchase them, and Skydance has made it further than anybody else. So it looks like there is a possibility that my favorite streaming service will be going away. I'm sure all the shows on them will be somewhere to watch. So, right, yeah. And Paramount has uh, mm-hmm. Showtime and stuff with it as well, doesn't it? Is that correct? Right? Because that's where um, the uh, uh, the one with the the girl that crashed and the soccer team and then the Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets. That's it. I think mm-hmm. that's where I watch that. Yeah. So they've got Showtime, CBS. Um, Nickelodeon. MTV. Nickelodeon, MTV. BET, Comedy Central, Paramount Plus currently has. Well, I don't have Paramount Plus, so that's not a big... Uh, big offer, yeah. Yeah. I, I watch quite a bit on there, I guess. Because like I said, I watch Yellow Jackets, watch uh, Some Big Brother uh, Challenge. We've gone back and watched a few of those old ones. Yeah. And Robin and I watch it when there's new... Trek, like last year was fun because they had uh, the card season where everybody from Next Generation came back for for the one final season. Right. That was cool. Made it two episodes into Picard, and I just I couldn't. That last season, you can start over. No, no, no. It was the first season that. I oh, yeah. <laughs> but they kind of made the last season a reunion thing kind of thing. So <laughs> instead of it's a, so it was more fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and uh, Strange New Rules last year was really fun too. So. Yeah. I'm happy to report that I don't think I've watched a full anything of Star Trek. Right? Ever? Ever. You don't know you the Tribbles? The only, the only thing that I've seen most of 
was the Voyage Home, Journey Home, Star Trek Four. Um, yeah, the one with the the whales. Whales, yeah, and I didn't make. And made like no sense yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I didn't like Spock interacting with the the uh, humans. I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the time travel to the eighties and fun ensues. Fun and comedy ensues at least at that point. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. So. All right. On to me. On to you. Well, Close check out up. that. Chris Pine, at least watch that first Chris Pine movie, the 2009 one. That's a good one. It was. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll make it. He makes a good new Captain Kirk that my dad can stand it. <laughs> That's right. not his Kirk. Anyways. <laughs> so it brings it up to me for my rapid real shot, and I will keep it as rapid as possible. I should have answered that Netflix is my uh, stream of choice because. As of January, um, I guess I, I almost said Monday Night Raw. I'm not Monday Night Raw, just Raw, because we don't know what night it's going to be on. Not even 100% positive it's going to be live, but I'm, I'm told that Netflix does occasionally do a live stream of things. So Raw is going to be on Netflix starting in January of 2025. Um, so that's just more big change-ups uh, for WWE and, and uh, since here in the last year or so. Um, with everything as far as new management, uh, the TKO merger, where they're now under the same umbrella as UFC, and now all the uh, their, their top wrestling shows are all changing networks. You got SmackDown going from Fox over to the USA Network. And you got Raw going from the USA Network over to Netflix. And then you got NXT going from the USA Network over to CW Network. Um, so it'll be interesting. Um, as far as the channel changes, it's nothing they haven't done before. The fact that it's going to a streaming service, though, it is a little different. Um, the uh, international folk, if we have any listening, um, you'll be able to catch the PLEs, that's premium live events, or pay-per-views for you old people, um, that uh, you'll be able to catch on Netflix as well. For everybody else, I it might still be on Peacock, I don't know. Um, that's kind of up in the air. Along with the fact that the contracts for Raw ends on USA in October, and, and then, but the new contract for Netflix doesn't start until January, so you could have two months of no, no raw. So that'll be interesting to see on if they just supersize SmackDown and and kind of uh, have super shows for that couple months, or what what they're going to do. I don't know. They they may have a uh, temporary short term contract or some deal to keep it on the air for that little bit. I don't know, but uh, we'll see what happens. But that's that's my rapid real shot. Maybe they'll uh, treat it like. Um, other shows and have like a cliffhanger head uh, ending, and then you have to wait till January right. to see what happens. Who shot Triple H? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was Jimmy Fallon. Right. The retribution for that body slam through the through the, the desk all those years ago. <laughs> or probably most of you, you get no, listening probably don't know what we're talking about, but. <laughs> We Look up Thank You Notes by Jimmy Fallon. Thank You Notes with guest star Triple H, and then you'll know what we mean. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I was just confirming how long we had to wait to find out who shot JR, and it was uh, eight months, including their downtime for summer, because we didn't find out until the fourth episode of season four. Right. Huh. But I thought they would open with that. <laughs> they keep on building up. Gotta keep them coming back. I didn't watch Dallas, but I didn't watch The Simpsons, so I remember the big question was who shot Mr. Burns? Right? Yeah. <laughs> it was Maggie. I recall. Spoiler alert. Hey. Oh, sorry. Gosh. I was about to watch that on, on streaming. <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> Gosh, that had to be, what, late 90s? The the Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say late 90s. Because mid 90s is when 
early to no be early nineties when it came out. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say like ninety six to ninety eight, somewhere in that range. What's a you producer? September seventeenth, nineteen ninety five is part of season seven. In fact it was episode part two was episode one. Well there we go. Yeah. All right. Well, we did our rapid reel shots. Rapid reel shots is over. Now that's the OG watch next. <laughs> and um, we had our special segment. And now it's time, ladies and gentlemen, to reach up to the top shelf, pull down our top three favorite songs from gold albums the year we were born. For the 50th time, we're going up to that top shelf. That's right. It's our golden anniversary. Celebrate Pop 50. Come on. Let's celebrate. All right. And the random dice of randomness rolled. And I will be starting this off tonight. And for my number three, um, we're going to be traveling back to the year 1976 for all three, since that was the year I was born. Uh, and number three, uh, it was from a band um, named the Beach Boys. Off of their 15 Big Ones album. Came out September 1st, 1976. And the song is In the Still of the Night. Oh, very so, nice. Yeah. All right. And I picked that because yeah. we have sung that many, many times once on a, a, a Ferris wheel. Yes. Yes. So I thought that so, was fun. So I had I, I had the if we had the voiceman version. I had yes. the cassette single, so we would sing yeah. along. I think it was a cassette single, or maybe it was part of an album. I can't remember. I think it was a single. Yeah. But and uh, for all of you, fact, my wife was not on that uh, Ferris wheel. You may want to put her on the apology <laughs> list if you didn't have her already. I didn't say who else was on. <laughs> it might have been just that us. Ferris wheel. <laughs> yeah, she knows the story. Times two. We were on a break. Please keep on your segment. <laughs> I'm like anybody. We yeah, we were on a string. Yep. I hope. <laughs> you might have to pivot on this one. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. Solid pick. Well, you still the night. I like that. I like to do the the, the bass guy. <laughs> All right. So, so before I give my number three, let me explain. I went with albums that were certified in 77 as gold. They weren't necessarily released that oh, year on mine. Oh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. No, you are absolutely correct. This was certified September 1st, 1976. Not okay. released. I, I apologize. I, no worries. Yeah. I my number three actually took the least amount of time out of my list. It went certified gold April 4th of 77. After being released October 11th of 76, my number three is one of the disco songs that a lot of people don't like. It's ABBA, Dancing Queen. Off of the album Arrival. Hey, solid. I love a little ABBA. <laughs> it's, uh, you know... It's kind of a tool tune. I'm kind of. It's a great song, even though I'm a little bit ashamed to say it. Right. You know what? <laughs> Top forty <laughs> hits are popular because they are hits. <laughs> People like them. If you're not, if you're not man enough to admit that, then yeah. we can't be friends. And what was the name of the gold album that was on? Just for for the notes. The album was Arrival. Arrival. Got it. Now, while we're on the subject, I want to make an admission right here, right now. I love Nickelback, okay? I don't care what anybody else says. I think they have some good music. I'm with you. I will stand with you, my friend. Me too. Um, I, I have, I'm neutral on Nickelback. I really don't care. 
<laughs> All right. Don't they sing the Drops of Jupiter song, or is that another? No, that's Train. Oh, yeah, that's another group that <laughs> I should have just admitted that I like. <laughs> now, if you want to send some hate over this Nickelback thing, feel free to send that directly to at Max Mages. Leave Gary Gregor alone on this. He stayed neutral for all of you. <laughs> it's just a uh, music that does... It's neither negative or positive. It just exists, and that's it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. All right, so it's on to me. Right. And I don't actually have the dates exactly, but I, I, I did look these up, though. Um, and uh, so my year is 1975. And... Um, Oddly enough, my number three is from the Beach Boys. <laughs> a lot of gold records around that time. Uh, it's from the uh, album um, Beach Boys Spirit of America. And uh, the song that uh, I choose, it had a lot of good songs on, on this album, but the song that I'm choosing to uh, be uh, represented here is uh, Barbara Ann. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just catchy. Um, in the uh, fifth grade, I, I learned to play saxophone, and uh, in uh, the school band, and uh, that was like my favorite thing. The, the favorite song that we had had to play, I played it. Uh, actually, they had me play it in, in the fifth grade, sixth grade. I actually switched to trumpet. Didn't really enjoy that. Went back to the saxophone in the seventh grade and played played uh, Bob Ran again for the school concert. And uh, so yeah, that was uh, my favorite song off that album. Very cool. Uh-huh. It's very catchy. I enjoy it. Yeah, that's another one that we could harmonize to. Yeah. All right. Uh, just like in the still of the night, <laughs> another Beach Boys tune. And uh, for my. Number three pick. My year is also 1975. And I chose the group War. The name of the, the, the band is War. The name of the album is Why Can't We Be Friends? But. But the song that I choose from that album is Lowrider. Nice. I mean, it's a little over overplayed, but it's a fun song. It makes me... I immediately think of the car bouncing up and down, going down, cruising down the road. Uh, so, because of that, I uh, I uh, gotta go with Lou Ryder from Why Can't We Be Friends. As, and the titular song, Why Can't We Be Friends, is pretty good too, but it's, it's not the same as Lou Ryder. I remember seeing a live performance of Lowrider, not by war, but by a, we were at some sort of festival in Colorado Springs, and there was a band called Vocal Trash. I'm not, I'm not joking. It was called Vocal Trash, and they would play, like, they would play their music, and they would, like, percussion on, like, tin cans and trash cans and stuff. So, uh, so I remember Vocal Trash's rendition of Lowrider as well. So, have seen it live. When I hear Lowrider, I always think of the George Lopez one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's right. <laughs> and then, um, what else was I going to say about Lowrider? Uh, I forget. <laughs> that's my pick. That's what, that's what I got to say. <laughs> All right. Excellent pick. Was that your pick? Was that your uh, song, too? Actually, with that one, I just had the, uh, the, the title album. song. Just All the right. album. I just had the album. Okay. <laughs> I didn't uh, oh. get my mind which Oh, yeah. Oh, what I was going to say was I had, I actually have the CD of The Best of War and More, and it has that song on it. And, and I don't know if and more means uh, also their worst, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the best and some that aren't, uh, you know, quite. It also has Cisco Kid on it, which is fun too. All right. Cool. All right. Well, that was our 50th time doing a round three. Now let's uh, tackle round two. And once again, these are certified albums of the year we were born, and we're picking a song from that album for our top shelf. And my number two, I might get a little flat for this, but it's a it's a catchy song. It's a good, I enjoy their music. 
It's from Donnie and Marie. The album was Donnie and Marie featuring songs from the TV show. Um, it is uh, a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. Certified gold, December 23rd, 1976. Hey, that's the only song I think of when I think of Donnie and Marie. <laughs> so, and it's their title song. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And really, is Donnie all that rock and roll? <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, just a little bit of rock and roll. Okay. That's a bipolar anthem, really. <laughs> Launched a whole generation. Well, he came out with that song, Soldier of Love, later on, which is a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> I think that's that. an excellent choice. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. All right. All right. My number two is a song that you would find on misheard lyrics and weird insane lyrics. The release date was August 27th, 1966. The certification date was not until April 5th of 1977. And before I reveal what my number two is and the album that it comes from, I'd like to read you a comment from the YouTube video. Somebody posted, I once asked my mom why these lyrics made no sense, and she simply said, acid. (laughs) (laughs) My number two comes from the album The Roaring Silence. It is Manfred Mann's Blinded by the Light. Nice. Rubbed up like a deuce, another runner in the night. I want to know if the kid said yes or no to the acid. (laughs) <laughs> here's another one here's another thing about that song for a while I, d- I, I thought he was saying douche I was like why is he saying wrapped up like a douche or something like that <laughs> that makes no sense <laughs> but I that's why it's on the it was, it was uh, Carly alright <laughs> my favorite Miss Heard lyric is hold me closer Tony Danza <laughs> All right, I believe that's uh, also Bruce Springsteen, or I don't know if he, he sang it first or he just wrote it or what, but I know Springsteen's involved with Blinded by the Light. <laughs> Somehow. And oh, that man. brings us to the rowdy one. All right, and so for the 50th time, I'm reaching up to the top shelf and pulling down my number two, and that is going to be from the Queen album, um, Sheer Heart Attack. And it's a song, Killer Queen. Ah, I love that song. I couldn't actually quote it to you or anything like that, um, but <laughs> I just like the sound of it. I like the sound of actually most of that album. I like the, the uh, Stone Cold Crazy was my second choice on that one. Just, and it's just a queen like masked themselves with like each song. It was like mm-hmm. they could speak so many different styles. It was actually quite amazing. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so that's my. My number two is Killer Queen by Queen. All right. Very nice. Not Solid. The, not the dancing Killer Queen. It wasn't ABBA and Queen doing a thing together. It was just a Killer Queen. They could do a mashup and yeah. make Dancing Killer Queen and fix them together. All right. Or just kill the Dancing Queen. Oh, that's not nice. All right. <laughs> All right. And for my number two pick, 50th. So number two pick, I went with, from the album, the soundtrack to Tommy, the movie, but there, so there's Tommy, the who, the original album, then they made Tommy, the movie, and so this is the soundtrack to Tommy, the movie, and in Tommy, the movie, they had an alternate version of Pinball Wizard, by Elton John. So Elton John's Pinball Wizard is my pick. And I've seen parts of the movie. Pretty weird movie, but it's got some solid songs in there. But if you want to see Jack Nicholson sing, he's, he sings in the movie if you want to. And it has Tina Turner. You know, great, some great guest stars like Tina Turner's in it and stuff. Kind of a weird movie. There's, there's a scene where Anne Margaret uh, rolls around in baked beans. <laughs> I'm not kidding. What? YouTube you, that, people. Are you selling this thing or what? 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was just thinking the same thing. I'm selling the YouTube clip of Ed Margaret rolling around in baked beans. No, I don't avoid that too. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I would totally watch Anne Margaret roll around in baked beans. Yeah, so are you watching here for the beans or for Anne Margaret? <laughs> Both. Does it matter at this point? <laughs> You're like, I don't know, but I'd eat it. <laughs> Never mind. <sighs> it's a lot of baked beans too. The room is filled with baked beans. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't like beans to begin with. You like George Wendt. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to see a movie where George Wendt eats beans? <laughs> Um, so, just, I, I can't get the, the image out of my head now, and it's just disturbing. It's kind of like one of those where you have to see it to get it out. I'm not watching it. It's a, it's a very artsy interpretation of the, of the uh, album as a movie. But I have, I've only seen parts. Did parts you say artsy or acidy? <laughs> Both <laughs> and acidy artsy movie, <laughs> but um, but I have seen the play version of Tommy's The Who, and that's that's pretty solid. No baked beans in, in the play, <laughs> so I you're, 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 you're all clear to go yeah, see the, the budget. Play. The musical play is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, I don't know what made like bands from the seventies think they could make movies. I mean, Kiss <laughs> had a terrible movie. Uh, yeah. There's so many. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Did you say Kiss had a terrible movie? Yes. I don't I don't think so. Yeah. I think it was How could that have happened? A, a work of art and this <laughs> uh, is some homeless dude going, Hi, I'm art. This is my work. <laughs> <laughs> or from the old Night Court. Right, Night Court. <laughs> it's a work of art. Yes, we're talking about the classic that everybody loves, the Phantom of the Paradise. Unless you're thinking of a different movie. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, no, not The Phantom of the Paradise. It's called... Oh, jeez, I forgot what it was named. It had something to do with a theme park or something. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. I don't remember what the name was. Anyway, just meets the Phantom of the Park or something. I don't know. Something like that. I remember when it was over going, what? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I was supposed to watch that. <laughs> then my uncle's like, oh, well, let's watch Cheech and Chong Up and Smoke instead. I was Dude, right. It's here, called man. Kiss Meets yeah, Phantom of the Park. <laughs> it, it is called Kiss Meets Phantom of the Park. I was right. There you go. All right. All right. We made it through round three. We made it through round two. And now it's time for the 50th time to have a number one go. Album from our year of birth. Oh, yeah. Certified, <laughs> anyway. Certified. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are pulling down our top three favorite songs on gold albums the year we were born. Certified gold on the year we were born. And it's now time for our number ones. My number one, I'll kick us off here. We're going to go to Bob Dylan. We are going to go to his album, Hard Rain, which was certified gold, September 22nd, 1976. And with a little number, Lady Lady, which I love Bob Dylan. I like I like all the songs. And this is just such a, like a, like a weird uh, step out of what Bob Dylan normally does. <laughs> it's so odd. It's such a good song, but it's just so weird to hear Bob Dylan sing this song. But that is my, I love the song. That is our, my number one. Oh, Lay, Lay, Lay by Bob Dylan. I have a memory of this because you left your Bob Dylan greatest hits <laughs> in my car, so I listened to it. And most of the songs were like, everybody, let's eat soon. And then, so they all sounded like that, except for when they get to that song where he's like, Lay, Lay, Lay. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very, uh, very accurate description. Yes. <laughs> you know, you say you mentioned Bob Dylan. That makes me think of the Dylan Dylan contest, which makes me think of Coolio. Rest in peace, Jerry. What's I your feel like I, number one? I feel like I'm supposed to be saying something right now. All right, 
Line number one is from a band that has their own army. So it's mine. <laughs> this album was released on March 19th, 1975. It was certified gold. Wait. <laughs> it was certified gold almost two years later, February 28th of 1977. The album name is Dressed to Kill, and the song is Rock and Roll All Night by Kiss. You won the best, well, you got the best. The hottest band in the world, Kiss. But, uh, but yes, very good pick. Um, <coughs> spoiler alert, my pick is also from that band. Whoa! That, that song is actually on the album that is my pick. That was certified in 1975. But I'm not wow. picking that song. So a different album, too, I think, right? It is a different album. Because I saw that album, and I thought, that's Dave's pick. I appreciate it. Thank right. you. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, Indy's picking? I think I'm pretty safe of putting this at number one. <laughs> All right. Well, it's your turn. Let's do it. So, I'm going with Bon Jovi. No. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. 1975? That would have been interesting. So, my number one is from the Kiss Alive album. Um, so, the whole, originally, because there was debate about if we were doing albums, if we were doing songs, if we were doing songs from albums. And uh, so, originally, I just had Kiss Alive, just the album. Because the album, from top to bottom, very, very good. I enjoy it. But to pick a song, I am going to go with... I'm going to go with Hotter Than Hell. Um, just that That's the... All of them are catchy where, you know, I, I hear I'll get have it stuck in my head for, for a long time. But Hotter Than Hell, um, is, I think, is my favorite one out of that. And uh, that's the one that uh, I remember the most as a uh, kid um, listening to over and over and everything. So, uh, Kiss Alive, Hotter Than Hell is my number one for the, well, it's not the 50th time I picked the song, but it's my 50th number one. And uh, that makes it very special to me. You want the best? Well, you got the best. The hottest <laughs> man in the world. Kiss! Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And they're they're just uh, wrapping up their um, their final show. I, I but now they're going to be doing uh, hologram shows. I guess. Yeah. I like. Is that a real thing? That's a real thing. They are actually going to. Uh, they're, they're doing holograms and then selling tickets to for people to go watch hologram versions of them sing their songs. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> That was the big, big announcement on their final concert or something. Yeah, yeah. I think people were disappointed. They, they're, they're they were like, hoping that the band would continue with their kids or something because their kids are musicians. But <laughs> Their kids are ready to retire at this point. <laughs> <laughs> they're not the Our kids are like, yeah, we can't tour. We're, okay. no, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> but yeah, great pick. Like I said before, one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah, that was my assumption would be your number one. So, <clears throat> now, this wouldn't be an indie pick if I didn't break, if I so bend the it? rules a little bit. Never heard it, never saw it. I never, okay, I'll tell you the truth. From 1945. I haven't heard, I didn't hear this album until I was doing the research. <laughs> but I have heard the album at this point. That's fair. Okay. So the name of the album, and it's it's a long title, but the name of the album is, this is a word full, okay. The name of the album is, it's Certified Gold Album, so I got that right. I like it, the name of the album is, I like it when you sleep, for you are so beautiful, and yet unaware of, of it. <laughs> That's the name of the album, all right. Uh-huh. Okay. And it's gold. Don't yes, forget it's, it's gold. certified gold. And the name of the band is my birth year, the 1975. So, 
I got a gold album from my birth year, the 1975. That's the band name. Nice. And the song is called Love Me. And it's it's a banger, man. I listened to the whole album, and that's I think that's one of the opening songs, and it's pretty pretty good, pretty funky. So, um, so that's my pick, "Love Me" from I, the 1975. I like it when you sleep, for you are so beautiful yet unaware of it. Ah, stalkers everywhere rejoice. <laughs> <laughs> what I love. Uh, sorry, what I'm most surprised about is I pulled up, pulled uh, up on uh, Spotify, which has been a huge help on this uh, this subject for me. I, I went back and listened to a lot of songs that I hadn't heard in a long time, just to kind of refresh myself to see. But uh, so I pulled up uh, the 1975, and they have a best of playlist. So I'm really surprised that there's that many that they're the best of. I have never heard of the 1975. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm getting every breath you take vibes off of the name of right? this song. An album. Yeah, and, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. That's such a love song. For <laughs> <laughs> one of the people, anyway. Um, you know, they have a song called Two, Two Time, Two Time, Two Time. It's all in capitals and all with no spaces. So if you look at it wrong, it looks like two time, two time, two time. <laughs> so I'm tooting over and over. <laughs> it, it's a song about uh, Booker T when he was only you know, he's a two time Hall of Famer. Yeah. What they did with all those beans. Yeah. <laughs> it's tooting time. <laughs> Looking for somebody to love. But, uh, calling for you. But, yeah, I can, uh, like, I can vouch. Band, like nothing stalker. What <laughs> stalker song? But I can vouch for that that song. Love me. Great song. That and it's, so it's got a little. Nice. It, it does have kind of a 1975 vibe to it. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I see the song right there. All right. Cool. I, I will check out that song. <laughs> All right. And probably only that song. Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I forget to stop it and it keeps playing and that might keep the room. And then you can say you want to listen to the whole album of no, I, I like it when you sell it. Okay, I'm gonna not say it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well I always thought I was the best in nineteen seventy five. Evidently there's a whole damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not, yeah, not even in the running, Dave. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but I am on Spotify, thanks to Random Shots. <laughs> Just as good as them. That's right. And we have 50 episodes. Exactly. Yeah, what do they have? I don't know how many times they have that. Can of baked beans. <laughs> all right. All over and Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that was our, our 50th, our golden anniversary episode of Top Shelf. Uh, it has been on almost every single episode. We had a couple of, uh, um, variations and, uh, but, um, there was your Top Shelf for our golden anniversary edition. Honorable mentions. Anyone want to do some honorable mentions? Oh yeah. Well, I was doing, uh. I'll just do, I, I wrote down a bunch of possibilities, but I'll just do, like, my favorite here. Um, there is a, uh, I really like the Spinners, like, really great 70s soul. They actually got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year, so that's kind of relevant. Yeah, nice. so, um, but I show, so fourth place is an album from an album certified gold called Pick of the Litter. And the name of the song is Games People Play. It's one of their big hits. You'll, you'll know it if you hear it. Right. But uh, they've got so many hits, and that's that's a great one. Um, with, with me, as far as honorable mentions, I had uh, basically everything else that's on the Kiss Alive album. <laughs> um, Stone Cold Crazy, which I already mentioned. Um, and uh, one that uh, didn't uh, actually even get mentioned yet, Charlie Pride. Um, he has a uh, album, Country Charlie Pride, 
Um, that's actually from 1966, but it was certified in 1975. And on there, he actually has a uh, song, Folsom Prison Blues. Um, so I, I think uh, I think John Cash did it first, but uh, but he did a version on there and uh, listened to it. And it's very good. Um, and uh, The Carpenters, uh, Kind of Hush, uh, Can't Smile Without You, and then Hollow Notes uh, from their Bigger Than Both of Us um, uh, album, uh, Rich Girl. Those are our honorable mentions. And uh, we have one last piece of business. Good night, everybody. I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. sorry. All right. The Sorry List for our 50th Golden Anniversary Edition. We have Lena two times because it's our 50th anniversary, so why not uh, <laughs> throw her on there twice for uh, both uh, from 1975 Dave. saying two times, two times, two times. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, <laughs> both uh, Dave's fault and... Um, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say they're my fault. <laughs> All right, man. Should, should we add some of these bands that tried to make movies to the list? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Yes, I right. put that down. Uh, 70s bands that tried to make movies. Yeah, we're sorry. One that you try to make movies and two that we said that, so. And, I'm sorry for those who saw it. And also, the 1975. We're sorry that uh, Dave said those mean things about you what? and uh, what did I, I didn't say anything mean watch it back <laughs> listen back <laughs> it wasn't really mean no um, we all I just, you know, just I never heard we all that said one. that they were stoppers and, oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I mean kind of rightfully so kind of yeah, people, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a pleasure uh, doing this show um, for for all of us, all together, uh, for our 50th uh, anniversary edition. Um, just hope you find some enjoyment of it, get some laughter. Um, we sure do. And uh, just thank you for, for listening and sticking with us for all, all this time. And uh, this is DJ Indy signing out. Thank you for joining us with our countdown of the top of our top three gold records and albums. Oh, the big five oh. Uh-oh. It hits you like a bomb. Your libido is waning and your memory is gone. You can well not say goodbye to get up and go. Welcome to the Big Five-O. The things you used to do all night, back when you was 20, still reappear and bring a cheer, but twice a year is plenty. Your mind says party, and your body says whoa. Grind your gums, here comes the Big Five-O. You got sags of ever-growing size. You got bags underneath your eyes. You got a spare tire from all them beers. You got hair growing out of your ears. You got a pain in your torso, achy, breaky bones, dizzy spells, and more so. Gallstones, it hurts for a week whenever you stub your toe. Tough luck, you can't duck the big 5 Take a break. You play less, it's hard to stay awake. You put less strain upon your heart. The only thing you do more of is burp. Stay away from women, stay away from sports. Is your hair all gray and thinning? You bet your boxer shorts, you better watch your diet. Eat real slow, you got all you're ever gonna get. Careful not to work off the sweat, don't get upset. Take another tag of med, you're gonna regret you ever met the Big 5-0.